0: Welcome to The Local, your daily dose of hometown news and democracy. I'm Jefferson Smith from Portland, Oregon. It is Friday, September 18th. Today, back in the day, September 18th, 1850, the United States Congress passed the Fugitive Slave Act. The law required any escaped slaves captured in free, non-slaveholding states to be returned to the people who had purchased them. At this point in American history, hundreds of slaves were escaping bondage each year, and many free states were not enforcing the 1793 Fugitive Slave Act. The new act penalized public officials, including police officers, who did not assist in returning freed slaves. This strengthened a tradition in which police officers were required to make arrests based on race and based on as little information as sworn testimony of ownership. Alleged escaped slaves were not tried in front of a jury, were not allowed to deliver testimony. And this new Fugitive Slave Act ended up being a turning point, with many in the North becoming abolitionists. But many escaping slavery went to Canada. The Canadian black population increased from 40,000 to 60,000 between 1850 and 1860. And about a decade later, early in the Civil War, 1861, Congress passed the Confiscation Act, essentially the opposite law which made it illegal for slaveholders to recapture escaped slaves. But it wasn't until 1864 that the Fugitive Slave Act was finally repealed. And one year to the day after the Fugitive Slave Act was passed, a little newspaper, then called the New York Daily Times, released its first issue. It sold for a penny, equivalent to 31 cents today. It was started by journalist and politician Henry Jarvis Raymond and banker George Jones. Their first issue promised this, and I'm quoting, We shall be conservative in all cases where we think conservatism is central to the public good, and we shall be radical in everything which may seem to us to require radical treatment and radical reform. Six years later, that newspaper changed its name to the New York Times. And today, back in the day, September 18, 1911, Reed College had its first classes. The college was created by steamboat magnate Simeon Reed and his wife Amanda at the suggestion of their reverend, Thomas Lamb Elliott. And together they created Portland's first non-sectarian college. Reed's early days were marked with controversy. Its founding president, William T. Foster, was an outspoken pacifist in a time when America was gearing up for World War I. In 1954, three members of the faculty were investigated by the House Un-American Activities Committee for alleged communist activities. Throughout, Reed maintained a reputation for rigorous and thorough education. Famous alumni include Chef James Beard, Wikipedia founder Larry Sanger, and Apple founder Steve Jobs. We'll start with your Quick 6 News headlines, and we'll have part two of our interview on the census with Morgan Jones from partner station The Numbers with Carlos and Ray from We Count Oregon. First up, it is time for today's Quick 6 Local Rundown. Let there be some rain, let it finally fall in. Let it rain on me and get rid of the smoke. Let there be some rain, let the rain come falling. Let it rain on you all the time. <laughs> oh dear. got little... <laughs> oh <man. laughs> Be clear. That isn't anybody lip syncing. Okay, it's the real deal of feeling. It's the real stuff up here. Serving up the real you stuff. You didn't need her. <laughs> oh, boy. Latest updates on the wildfires. 1.6 million acres have burned in Oregon and Washington. 1.6 million. The Northwest Fire Service is battling 29 fires in the region. That's 8,855 fire personnel, 205 crews, 510 engines, 65 helicopters, and a partridge in a pear tree. The big hollow fire in southwest Washington is now 15% contained, almost 23,000 acres burned. Evacuation orders, some good news being downgraded for the Echo Mountain Fire in Lincoln County. People who were living in previous level 2 evacuation zones can now return to their houses. And the Red Cross have closed their operations at the Oregon Convention Center. The Red Cross moved people staying at the evacuation shelter to a nearby Portland motel, according to Multnomah County. The Red Cross said anyone needing access to the Red Cross shelter can contact the Red Cross at 877-272-7337 or go to the website, redcross.org. In the context of plans of the rain finally falling, fire crews hope to get some much-needed relief. And that change of weather with some wind should also clear out a lot of the smoke. Deep breaths, everybody. We might be able to take some deep breaths. Rain's not all good news, of course. This is, after all, the year 2020. Officials have issued flash flood warnings for the areas around the Beachy Creek Fire and the Holiday Farm Fire. The alert said to expect possible debris flows, which are surface landslides that occur after severe fires. They move enough to catch a car. They can carry boulders and logs downhill at high speeds. Be safe and stay back from the debris rivers. Could be a band name, debris rivers. Or just like, maybe just a singer-songwriter. And Next up, Debris Rivers. You know what you know what song Debris River sings? Let there be some rain. Let it finally fall in. <laughs> we should record the local Dad, I'm only on the third thing up in here. Better get cranking. Your daily dose of coronavirus data, 215 new positive cases and no new deaths. That does put us over 30,000 confirmed cases, though at 30,060, 521 deaths in Oregon since March. About 15% of Oregonians have been tested for COVID-19, and of those, 4.5% of those tests have been positive. Two Oregon businesses have accumulated fines totaling $23,000 for violations of COVID regulations. Cafe 22 West in Salem and Howard's Pharmacy in Lakeview for failing to require physical distancing and failing to ensure customers and employees wear masks. The agency contacted businesses after receiving several complaints, and after both businesses failed to comply, then OSHA issued the fines. OSHA has issued 18 citations since March for failing to implement safety standards. Non-willful violators have been fined between $100,000 and $2,000. Willful violations, $8,900 to $14,000. The City of Portland has extended pandemic protections for renters for the next six months. Portlanders who move between now and March 31st due to any rent increase will have their moving expenses covered by their landlord. Portland passed a similar bill back in 2017 requiring landlords to cover moving expenses if rent increased by 10% or more. Now, any move due even to a minor rent increase imposed during the pandemic will trigger the same obligation. The landlord must pay $2,900 to 4500 bucks, depending on the size of the renter's home, the scale of the move. And until September 30th, end of this month, the city of Portland is under an eviction moratorium. Tenants can't be evicted for non-payment. They will be required to pay back any missed payments over a six-month period. Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler says Portlanders might be behind on rent by as much as $125 million. Following the moratorium, there might be mass evictions. The Willamette University is swallowing up the Pacific Northwest College of Art. PNCA will keep its name, campus, and faculty. Money won't be changing hands, the two schools are nonprofits. PNCA announced in June they'd be cutting costs after laying off 9% of their staff. Jordan Schnitzer, the inheritor of the Schnitzer fortune and local fine arts tycoon, stated at the time he was frustrated with PNCA's financial situation and said the college should partner with a larger institution. And Willamette University has become that partner. Willamette isn't without its enrollment problems. Willamette has seen a 15% decline in admissions since the coronavirus pandemic. And this PNCA merger is another step in a Willamette expansion campaign. Last year, Willamette signed a deal to take over a merge with Claremont School of Theology in Claremont, California, and absorbed 300 students. Multnomah County Chair Deborah Kofori is requesting an investigation into allegations that Multnomah County deputies are encouraging vigilante roadblocks. Here's her quote. Disinformation, scapegoating, and the unfounded fear of others, encouraged and normalized by falsehoods and hate from the White House and amplified on Facebook, is as dangerous as anything we have ever faced. She went on to reference the unification Oregonians experienced during the Eagle Creek fire and encouraged residents to stamp out division and hate. Armed vigilante groups in Corbett have been the subject of complaints of illegal roadblocks. People driving through the area have been asked to stop and identify themselves. These vigilante militias are a result of rumors that anti-fascists were responsible for some of the fires in rural Oregon. A YouTube video shows one Clackamas County officer claiming, and here's the quote, Antifa out causing hell because there's a lot of lives at stake, a lot of people's property at stake because these guys got some vendetta. Clackamas County Sheriff Craig Roberts placed that deputy on leave immediately after the incident. And to be clear, the FBI made a statement last Friday that the rumors about who started those fires were not true. The federal officers are requesting the appeals court to throw out the order that exempts journalists and legal observers from dispersal orders at protests. Their attorney, Sopan Joshi, representing the federal officers, is arguing there is no legal basis to exempt journalists or legal observers from dispersal orders. Joshi argues the exemptions, and I'm quoting, provide cover for violent opportunists to attack federal officers. He argues the exemptions are not part of the First Amendment. Attorney Matthew Borden, representing the journalists and legal observers, is arguing that it is the right of the press to report the protests. And here I'm quoting, Allowing the government to control the news is the hallmark of a dictatorship, and that is exactly what the district court's order prevents. The injunction follows allegations from 34 journalists and legal observers who suffered shots to the back of the head, neck, and legs from the officer's impact munitions. There were 45 minutes of oral arguments was heard via video conference. The judges are Deermid Scanlon nominated by Reagan, Morgan Kristen, nominated by Obama, and Johnny Rawlinson, nominated by Clinton. And not to be an armchair predictor, but that three-judge panel could end up two-to-one siding with the journalists. We will see. And a cloven hooved herd of hope. A herd of 230 goats from eastern Washington are eating their way towards some fire prevention. Excess vegetation and undergrowth can provide fuel for fires, so Craig Madison from Healing Hooves believes goats could be part of the solution. From May to October, Madison drives his goats around cleaning up private properties. A herd of 230 goats, like Madison's, and any other herd of goats that's about 230 goats, just by coincidence, can clear an acre a day. For the next few days, they'll be munching away at a 14-acre property in Forest Grove that one day might be a city park. And that's today's Quick 6 Local Rundown. X-Ray. Up next, we have an interview with the number's very own Morgan Jones, as she has a conversation with We Count Oregon Representatives Carlos and Ray about this year's 2020 census. Tune in, listen, take some of this information in and apply it. The census is up September 30th. We only got a couple weeks left here.
1: I'm Morgan Jones with The Numbers, and today we're sitting down with two incredible people from We Count, Oregon. Uh, I'm going to let you both introduce yourselves. Ray, if you would please go
2: first. Yes, hello. My name is Ray, like the sun, My pronouns are she, they, queen, and I am the Census Equity Manager at PELF, which is the Portland African-American Leadership Forum, and I worked on the We Count, Oregon campaign.
1: Thank you. Carlos?
3: Uh, I am Carlos Kareem Wyndham. Uh, my pronouns are they, them. Uh, I am a founder and a principal at uh, El Porto Venero Services. And uh, I have been affiliated and working with We Count Oregon campaign.
1: What are some of the reasons that white people wouldn't want us to be counted? What are some of the reasons
3: Ooh, that... Well, reason number one, because they at their mind. Let's just be clear.
2: <laughs> listen, okay. listen, Auntie will tell you. He, you
3: asked. And
1: I want the I the answer. Yes, I know and that it's there a real are. Question. Yeah, there are definitely going to be governors and uh, mayors. Yes. And people that are like, I mean, we don't really need to count everybody. Yes. Right? Yes. So, yes. Like, Absolutely.
3: What, Absolutely. How? Do, well, the vested in interest in that is the vested in interest in retaining the mythology of whiteness, right? Mm-hmm. The idea that this is a white country, mm-hmm. the idea that it's about white people and white interests. Right. Mm-hmm. The idea that it was built by white people. Mm-hmm. Okay? And so <laughs> even when they talk about the genocide of Native Americans, right, they've been talking about the genocide of Native Americans. I have so many Native American comrades. How, so you mean attempted genocide? You mean failed genocide is right. what you meant to say. Right. Do you know what right. I'm saying? We have to remember all the words when we're talking about the impeached president, we must Woo. remember that we're talking about the impeached president, I'm the impeached rapist president. <laughs> we can't forget all of the words. Yes. OK. And so in a country that we built in a country that we built against our will on the backs and the bloods of our Native American and indigenous brothers and sisters, mm. It is absolutely our responsibility to, to make sure that we do get counted mm-hmm. that there is an opportunity for the federal allocation of those dollars. Mm-hmm. We in positions of power like we've never been before for multiple reasons. Mm-hmm. Whether it is the unexpected electoral victories from AOC mm-hmm. on right hey. now, whether Hello. it is the, 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 the collective power that we are claiming for ourselves led by the WNBA that is taken up by the men based on what they were told they needed to do. Please remember that many, <laughs> some of the men who were on strike, their mamas are in the same WNBA. Okay, Man. Whoa. <laughs> the mamas yeah. is in the WNBA. When the sisters came out, they came out with matching outfits. There was not even a question. There was a plan there. Okay. It was not no spur of the moment for them. So let's remember their lives have been invested in this. All right. Indeed. And when we look at these people who are in the streets, please remember it is not only about taking the street. It is not only about taking back Congress. It is also about voting. It is also about allocating federal funds Mm -hmm. because whatever else the anarchists and leftists and everybody else want to think, we can't do nothing without food. And nobody can tell you that like Mm -hmm. somebody who's been having (laughs) Mm -hmm. no food. <laughs> right, so the allocation yes. of the funds got yes. to come. We got to get the bag, and that don't make us capitalists. We ain't no capitalists because no. we ain't got no capital. We Hello. are the capital. Yes. Okay. So we got to get the bag. We got to get the bag. It is time mm-hmm. for Soto. I don't yes. do Robin Hood because that's too white. We do Soto. <laughs> Rob from the rich, give to the poor. Yes. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yes. I mean, and plus we, it's fancy. Yes. You get a
3: better outfit too. You get a better outfit.
2: Too. Okay. <laughs> I'm. I'm in. I'm in. You had me an outfit. <laughs> I, <laughs> no, I, you know, we can sit here, right? or and talk about this and we can recognize that these systems are flawed and we get to say that and we get to say that sometimes these systems don't work for us because that's true, right? But we still have to start viewing these as like as, as our responsibility, right? And, and tools in our little toolkit, right? I mean, the census is about money, power, representation, you know, okay, for, yeah, us to, for us to, to not to fall out, for... <laughs> For us to not follow that the census that's more money, more power, more representation for white communities. They are overrepresented or enough already, you know, represented
1: like our, yes,
2: our representatives are, in Oregon, they don't look like the, that most of our elected officials here don't look like the, the communities that they serve. Right. Absolutely. So this is our chance to say no, we, de- we demand better.
1: I love this so much. <laughs> But how has COVID-19 really affected people responding? Like mm-hmm. for, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of different um, responses to just mm-hmm. how people are living now. And mm, um, yes, so for me, it was like, oh, so the census is online and I can just do it and then it's done and no one comes to my house. Yes. Right, done. But for other people is, you know, there's a lot of people that don't have the internet. There's a lot of people that don't, right. you know, um, have access to that or wouldn't use the access that they wouldn't get it to do that um is covid making it harder i guess because my idea is well a lot of people were home right for that quarantine Mm -hmm. could could we have gotten a whole bunch of people or were they just scared to answer the door Mm -hmm. like what what how has that impacted being able to get responses
2: yeah well when we started this campaign uh, the idea was so that we would be able to knock on the doors of black folks, right. Or, or our organization. Cause we, we want to make sure every black Oregonian is counted. When COVID started, we had to pivot so quickly to move all of our operations online. Right. So we didn't get to do that. Um, the good news is that um, our response rate is higher than in 2010. Right.
1: That is great news.
2: The bad news is that, um, there There is still a lot of fear around it, right, and now with COVID, there's this fear that if this enumerator comes to your door, how safe is that? Sure. But all enumerators will be following safety protocols, right? So they will be masked up and they, and they'll uh, maintain their distance. Um, and the, the the idea really is that um, if you have filled, filled out the census, there there would be no need for um, a follow a follow-up response, right?
1: Right. So there is no double counting. Right. If you do it mm-hmm. online, then there just like no there's no
3: double your, voting.
1: Exactly. Yeah. You,
3: Despite what the president may want.
1: Right. Yes. Uh, you don't Ooh, get she to do mess. either of the, uh, the biggest. Uh, you don't right. get to do either of those things. Right. So, yes. so no. Once. no one would show up to your house if you've already done it. And then if someone shows up to your house and you do it with them, you're done. I mean, done. yes.
2: Yes. Okay. I will. I want to be as transparent and as honest with my community as possible. Um, some folks have followed out the census and have seen um, an enumerator show up, right? Oh, okay. But um, you know what? Like, you don't, don't feel the need to open the door. You know you've done the census. And also, nobody has to fear getting double counted, right? Like, that, that's not a thing. And it, you will not be punished for, for, getting, count, for, for getting counted twice, okay. right? Yeah. Um covid has definitely presented a challenge right but we should name the biggest challenge to the census is the current administration that tried oh. to put an immigration question on the census right so first of all i
1: <sighs> which they, which you're not supposed to be able to report it to anybody right? yes Other than- so
2: so the so the attempt was unsuccessful right but the fear is already is there absolutely you know so-called undocumented immigrants which what what even does that mean what even does that mean right remember the census is a count of all people living in the united states it it. doesn't matter what your immigration status is it doesn't matter if you've been previously incarcerated it doesn't matter what your country of origin is you live here you should fill out the census right so the first thing that they try to do was get that question on, which they wouldn't have been able to get on anyway, because it's like a five, four, five year long process. They knew they wouldn't get it on. Right. That wasn't the point. That wasn't the point, that wasn't the point. Yeah, it
3: was about stoking fear. Period. It
2: was about stoking fear. And then what happened? They they decided to extend the deadline for all responses to the end of October. And then recently the administration said, no, the end of, of September is the deadline. So these whoa, 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 are the,
1: yes,
3: they moved the goalposts, they,
2: they moved it, they moved it, because
1: <laughs> <laughs> they can with me. Why? Because <laughs> we don't have enough representation. Because what? Yes. You, you have a deadline. Yes. And they because just, whiteness. They just, just it. arbitrarily yeah. said, nah, that's too long. It's been too long. They said
3: "They said that's t- in the same way that they're saying, you know what? Nah, we can't have all these electoral ballots going out or coming in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nah, we can't have all we these mailboxes. The can't work. <laughs> yeah, nah, we can't have all this PBS, but this mm-hmm. is too much. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's get these Muppets over to HBO. You know, we can't be having this for free. Listen. It's, it's, not, it's not incidental or accidental. It's mm-hmm. part of the plan. Yes. Right. And so when they move that goalpost, specifically knowing that that we have the determination, and this campaign in particular, led by very very in the, in, in the climate of of politics, younger black and brown political folk, in mm-hmm. particular women and femmes, and that we are winning. Yes. Right? Their, their response is, "Oh wow, you getting a higher rate? Cool. Guess what? Uh, deadline is sooner than you thought. So now can you win?" Right. And so now we got to double down. It's like, well, let's see. Let's find out. We got
2: it. Yeah, find we, we got to double down because the countdown is on, right? It's not just the end of summer that's approaching. It's the end of the census deadline. It's the one thing that you could do right now, right? We said it takes less than 10 minutes.
1: Um, I feel like everybody should do it just on the being outraged that they would try to take it away from you be outraged I mean be outraged, be outraged. That they literally are trying to find ways to make it so that you don't get counted yes And More. all of the scare tactics all yes of, all of the goalposts moving this is this is why I care about politics because mm-hmm. it, to me it is outrageous what they openly are able to do yeah and with enough people not paying attention, it just continues to happen. Yeah. So like, I hear you on the money. I hear you on why it's important. Now I'm like, just do it just to make sure that, you, that they don't get their way.
0: Whoa, you know what, right? I mean, it's
1: like, that's Be a rebel. On a alone. Like, on pettiness yes, alone. Yes, yes. Yes. Be petty. Because that's out, that's out of this world that out of nowhere, with all of the things happening right now. Every single thing, the world is literally on fire.
2: Listen, and they're
1: like, huh, maybe we shouldn't work on that census. Yeah, maybe
2: we should make it Listen. a little bit more difficult, make it, make
1: it harder.
3: Yeah. And, 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 again, and, and to mm-mm. be clear, that's impeached rapist president indeed, who has decided that we won't move this and shorten it up, make it political. If he gonna be petty, let's be petty right back. Exactly. He don't want yes. us to he don't want us to 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 take care of ourselves. Take care of yourself. Wear a mask, wash your hands, stay mm-hmm. home. He don't want you to 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 vote. Make sure you vote. He yep. don't want you to get the census done. Do the census. If he don't want you to do it, do it. Then you know it you don't matter to- what it is at this point. Whatever no, he I don't mean, want you to do, do that. Yeah, that's the whole point.
1: Yes. Because what he doesn't want us to do and his administration, because I honestly don't even know that he's smart enough. Stephen Miller is behind this all the way. Like that. No, it's true.
3: You know, you know that that Nazi ghoul is the one.
1: He's the one. (laughs) This is all Stephen Miller all day. And this is what he's been working on for his entire life. Um, Enough of that. Entire short life. And he
3: does look very, very poor to be, to be that young. (laughs) This is a child <laughs> in his 30s
1: He's in his 30s and he looks like he's A solid
3: 58 He looked twice he my age Hard life it. In, in the uh, That bigotry that just wrats you from the inside It does one of two things he? It either like does looks that like and, and like, like raiders of the lost ark And shrinks your head down like him <laughs> or, or It makes whatever's on the inside of you Just mm-hmm. turn whatever's on the outside Into like a melting candle you know what I'm saying? They like, they, they, <laughs> all of them do. They whole administration look like look like some some linen and, and bleach scented candles. You can just you just smell it from here. Yes. You were saying, I'm sorry, I interrupted. So, I interrupted Morgan. So, I interrupted yes. Morgan.
2: No, no, no. I mean I could listen to this banter, banter, banter. Um, it's great. But if, if, if the census wasn't as important and as powerful, they wouldn't be working this hard to make sure we're not getting an accurate count. Right. So think about think about it like that. Right. Um, the good news is, Oregon, we are in the top five states of enumeration. So we are getting our people counted. Whew. Yeah. So people are going out there making sure everybody gets counted. Right. But hard to count communities are still at risk of not getting counted. The countdown is on. Hard to count communities. We all know who those communities are, right? We're talking about Black folks, Indigenous folks, communities of color, immigrants, refugees, um, children, older folks, houseless folks. If you know anybody who falls into this, by um, the category, right? Talk to them about the census. Like, challenge yourself to talk to just three people about it. To talk to just three people in your professional or personal circle. And about why the census is so important, right? Like having listened to this now, you have a, a clearer understanding of why it's so important, right? And let's not forget that immigration is a black issue. Let's not forget that Oregon has many, many black immigrants. Yes. And we need to make sure that they all get counted. I'm a black immigrant. Uh, I love you. I love you. And I deserve to get counted. Absolutely. So let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Any final words,
1: Carlos?
3: Honestly, I mean, just be be petty, you know what I mean? be petty <laughs> uh, and, and I'll say this too we, we, even within our own communities, we know the folks who are are uh least just likely to be prone to want to be counted. so let me say this if if I may uh, uh call to my sister and them, um, should there be perhaps A hotep in your home, a patriarch in your home, (laughs) who is telling you about why you oughtn't do this and that your third eye is not open and wants to tell you about some numbers, maybe, maybe you just fill out the census for the household. Mm-hmm. Let them say what they need to say. They can say what they need to say, but if the household census is filled out, it is still filled out. They can have a feeling about it. You can feel how everyone feel. They can feel. And
1: just the same way you come tell up. Tell him. Exactly. Just the same way you uh, pay some of those bills without a word about anything. Just Listen. take that census for that household.
3: Listen. <laughs> You know what you know what to do, you know what to do, and you know which table I sit at based on what i just said, so please <laughs> do it for auntie carlos please do it for me if 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 for no other reason,
2: right I also have some um last thoughts i <laughs> have five actually um the census is about money it's about power it's about representation, and it's 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 our responsibility, right? It's our constitutional right. And it only happens once every 10 years. Like, all, you, all we need you to do is find 10 minutes today to take the census. All you got to do is go to 2020census.gov and you can fill it out online, right? You can also call. You can also take the census by phone. Like, we're trying to make it easy for you, right? And so that number is one Eight four four three three 844 330 2020. What so is it? One more time. 1 330 2020. And guess what? You only need one person in your household to take the census for everybody else.
3: That's it. Auntie, grandma. Easy
2: money. Easy money, literally, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, those are my thoughts. I guess. I don't know if it will fire, but yeah. I
1: cannot thank you both enough for doing this. Um, I think we just need to hear more of why it's important to us sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, especially when it's, uh, can be fearful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just really feel like everything you said today mm-hmm. and especially the idea of somebody having a feeling about something, mm-hmm. I just want to mm-hmm. remind everybody that if, uh, someone comes to your door that means they already know where you live right listen so we could just like leave that whole mm-hmm. how do they know mm-hmm. when you are on facebook so
3: <laughs> they know look it. they, they you know look it they know they know they you know. because you told because you, you was told post pictures of the inside and outside of your house that's how they you know <laughs> exactly
1: and then you geotagged it and
3: then you You, you geotagged it you checked in you checked back out we know
1: (laughs) we know so you can leave all like that stuff let that go find a way to get away from that just especially in a moment where this is something that you hurt yourself if you don't participate Mm -hmm. you hurt other people in your community if you don't participate Mm -hmm. you hurt the children like this is future generations let's not Yeah. Um, Do things to make them have a harder time than we had.
3: Yes. And And the same election. It's not like you're going to lose anything. The only way you lose is is to don't play. You leave money on the table. That's the only thing you're doing by not participating. You're leaving money on the table. This is not a vote. You're not going to lose anything. Mm -hmm. Your team wins if you do the thing. Just Mm -hmm. fill it out at my census 2020. Yes.
2: Yes. Yes. That's mycensus2020.gov. The census will also never ask you for your social security number or any banking information. Oh,
1: good point. Uh, Say that again, because I think people get scared and they're like, I don't want to put my social security on the internet.
2: Yeah. So the census takes 10 minutes and there's only nine questions and the questions are very basic. And they never ask you about your banking information, your banking details, and they never ask you for your social security number
1: more reasons to uh, just get this done.
2: Do it. Do it today. Do it, Do today. it right now. <laughs> right
1: now. Right now.
2: Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Yes.
3: Thank you so much, Morgan.
0: <laughs> Thanks to Morgan, Carlos, and Ray for joining The Local. Big thanks for our production team, executive editor Will Romy, supporting editors Miranda Sellinger, Jonathan covington Brand, Sophie Mallon, Brian Miller, Carly Quadros, and Jalisa Ringering, and writers including Jonathan, Sophie, Brian, Julia Oppenheimer, Carly, Jalisa, Barb Seaman, and Sam Smargiassi. Big shout out to co-executive producer Emily Gilliland, and I'm Jefferson Smith. Feel free to send stories and suggestions to the local at x-ray.fm. You can post compliments and five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts or your favorite platform. And a big thanks for original journalism and research by the Lund Report, Oregon Health Authority, covid19.healthdata.org, the Oregon Historical Society, the Oregon Encyclopedia, Portland Business Journal, KGW, The Lamont Week, COIN, Pamplin Media, OPB, KTU, The Oregonian, States and Journal, Street Roots, and News Partners, Bridgeliner and the Portland Mercury. Thank you for listening to the local... Thank blame you it on the stars. It shines to
1: night.
3: Whatever you do, don't put the blame on you. Blame it on the rain. X-ray.